Guess what, everybody? It's Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope your weekend is off to a great start. Welcome to the very first episode of the Dribble Podcast. And I'll get to what Dribble means. I know it's kind of a funny name for a podcast. I'll get to that in just a minute. But first, let me just introduce myself and tell you kind of who this podcast is for. My name is Wyman Wellman. I'm the associate pastor at New Beginnings Church in Covington, Louisiana. And I've been serving in ministry in one form or another really since I was 12 years old. And uh, I have been a youth pastor, I have been a children's pastor, I have been a small group pastor, currently I'm an associate pastor. Many of you may know me from the C4 Children's Ministry podcast, and I'm currently no longer directly involved in children's ministry, although we may cover some topics from that from time to time. But the Dribble podcast is really geared toward anyone who serves in church or in ministry, who has volunteers that serve under them. Now, if you are a uh, volunteer who doesn't have anyone serving over you, you're not in really a leadership role, That you certainly still welcome here. There are a lot of principles that will be valuable to you, especially if you will at one point hopefully be moving up into a, a leadership role. But really, it's for leaders within the church, and it is for me to get out information and training and things first to members here at New Beginnings that are serving so that really it avoids having to schedule a bunch of meetings and things like that. But it's also for people outside of our church. I've developed relationships with various pastors, associate and staff pastors and other ministries and uh, we have conversations and we we share ideas and share resources. So this is a way for some of those people who have asked me for some of my ideas and resources to get them out to them as well. So the name Dribble uh, really comes from two different things. First, I'll tell you a quick history from back when I was a kid. There was a man by the name of Joey Winters, and some of you listening to this podcast knew Joey. He passed away a few years back, but Joey was like a second father to me, and whenever he wanted to teach you something, he would say, listen to the words of wisdom that dribble from my lips of clay. Uh, Dribble uh, is an honor to Joey and the things that he taught me, so that's one meaning of the word. The other meaning is dribble in the dictionary. One of the definitions is to dispense in small amounts, 
And I have a tendency to come sometimes with just this overwhelming flood of information that I give people and it overwhelms them. And then I have to backtrack and kind of break it down in bite-sized pieces for them. So uh, as an example, we recently rolled out a new ministry system here. Uh, Then I sent all of our staff this 15 or 20 page document and uh, things I wanted them to do and gave them some assignments and we're applying these things to their departments. And and some folks can get a little overwhelmed. So dribble is for me to take some of those things that we've rolled out and really just break them down piece by piece. The old saying is you eat an elephant one bite at a time. And so that's what dribble is about. It's about dispensing small amounts of information. And I generally want to keep these podcasts short enough that you can listen to it on the way to work, on the way home from work, uh, maybe on a lunch break or what have you. Now, for some of you who are like me, if you're uh, staff pastors and you're systems guys and you want and crave that information, uh, feel free to contact me and I'll send you documents and resources. And I I may do a spinoff podcast. I'm thinking about calling it Ripple, uh, where we will have uh, a podcast for associate and executive level pastors where we'll dispense a lot more information. So let me get right to today's topic and let me tell you our format for the show is I'll generally give you a topic and I'll tell you what our, our goal is and what we're trying to achieve. I'll give you the why. Then I'm going to give you a how. And I'm going to give you some practical steps and maybe some resources and things like that. And then I'm also going to ask you guys to engage with me throughout the course of this podcast. And I'll give you uh, ways to connect with me through uh, an email or maybe through a particular hashtag. And we'll we'll have dialogue. And I, I want to hear from you guys uh, comments you have, ideas you have, maybe a question you have or a topic you'd like me to cover. And so we'll do that now. Being that this is the first episode, uh, please bear with me. I'm not sure how the sound quality is going to be, and uh, there may be some technical things to work out, and we'll get the format more down-packed as we go along. So just have a little grace with me here on the first episode. Uh, I do intend down the road to hopefully bring in some other guests, some co-hosts, or some people to interview and things to make it a little more interesting for you guys. So uh, what I want to talk about today, how do we make recruiting volunteers easier? And I mentioned we just rolled out our ministry system, and really a ministry system is our guideline for how we do ministry in every department. And really what it is, is it is a guide for recruiting volunteers, for equipping volunteers, and for empowering them to do ministry and growing them into leadership. I want to begin to break that down over the course of several podcasts. What I want to talk about today is how to make recruiting volunteers easier. Every department always wants more volunteers, and I hear a lot of things about, well, I'm not a good recruiter, or I'm too busy working and serving to get out and meet people and recruit people. And so we're actually going to spend several podcasts talking about how do I recruit volunteers? How do I get more volunteers? And what do I do with them once I've got them? And so we're really going to, in the spirit of dribble dispensing just little bits of information, We're really going to break this down in very small, small pieces. Uh, The first thing about recruiting volunteers 
is dividing your ministry into smaller tasks. What do I mean by that? Our basic idea of the ministry system of how we create a volunteer team is you look at any task or or area that you need to assign volunteers to and you say, how can I break this up into four or five different tasks? I can give each of those tasks to a volunteer and then I can put a team leader over that team of volunteers. And then I can repeat that process and create two or three or four rotating teams to do ministry in that area. And I know this is oversimplifying it a bit and we'll get into more details on all of those components. But right now I just want to talk about dividing your ministry into tasks. Now the first thing I want to talk about is why. Why would I want to divide this into tasks? There are four reasons I have for dividing up ministry into smaller tasks. Number one, it creates more volunteer opportunities. And I'll explain to you over the next couple podcasts why that's a good thing. Number two, it makes recruiting easier. Three, it makes it easier to manage your volunteers. And number four, it is a tool for discipleship. Uh, Now, we'll get into the, the managing volunteers and the discipleship part probably on the next podcast. Today, I want to focus on how creating, how uh, dividing the ministry into tasks create more volunteer opportunities. Uh, And we may get into how that makes recruiting easier, or that may be the next podcast, because I do want to keep this uh, relatively short for you. So creating volunteer opportunities, let me give you an example of what I mean. Kind of a silly example we use around here is the coffee ministry. It's very easy to tell someone, hey, can you make coffee Sunday morning, right? Or I could really just show up early and go make a pot of coffee myself. Why do I need to divide up making coffee into multiple tasks? Well, if I look at the coffee ministry and I say, what are the areas I can divide the coffee ministry into? And again, most things will be four to five areas that you can divide into. Some things you may only come up with three. If you get more than about five things, you probably have two possibly different ministry teams that you you can probably divide that further. But let's look at coffee. I could say, all right, the first thing I need is obviously I need somebody to make coffee. So I can create a task that's just to be in the kitchen making coffee. Well, the second obvious thing I need is I need somebody to set up the table where the cups and the sugar and the cream and the coffee pots are going to to be. I may have another test that says, well, I need to transport coffee from the kitchen to the coffee area and make sure that the coffee stays full. And then I could have another one could be cleaning up the coffee station. Or I could have one that's ordering the coffee supplies and checking the supplies. Or I could have one that's a a host position that kind of just talks to people and helps almost another greeter. And so I'm not going to tell you for each ministry what those tasks that you divided up into. I'm just illustrating the principle. So let's just say for this principle, I'm going to have somebody make coffee. I'm going to have somebody set up the table. I'm going to have someone keep everything stocked during the service. And I'm going to have someone clean up everything after service is over. So I've just created four volunteer positions. 
And by doing that, not only that, I could also put a team leader who oversees that entire coffee team. And I've now created five positions, one of which is a leadership position. And then I can say, well, this coffee team is going to serve once a month. So I'm going to create three more teams just like that. And I've now created 20 volunteer opportunities, 16 that are you know, lower level or entry level opportunities and four leadership positions. And then if I want, I could create a higher level leadership position for a team leader over all four teams. And this is a principle that works in almost every ministry. I'll give you an example, our children's ministry department. They've recently done a great job of dividing up the children's ministry room into stations, which makes it very easy to see what your areas are. They have a, a cafe, which they serve snacks and drinks, and so they you have one area there. They have a prayer and Bible station. They have a, a, a activity station, I believe, where they do crafts, and then you have someone to teach the lesson on the stage, and then you have an area where they have the computer desk and soundboard. So there are all your areas. You need someone at the prayer station. You need someone to be at the snack station, someone to run the computer, someone to teach the lesson. And some departments, it will be very easy to see your division of tasks. And some departments, it may be not quite as obvious. You may have to do some thinking and brainstorming about how can I divide this into different tasks that I can give people. And what that does is it makes recruiting easier. And that's our second reason for dividing into tasks is not only does it create more opportunities, and we have a saying here, we never want to ask how many people do we need, but how many people can we give an opportunity to serve? And so number one, dividing into tasks help us create more opportunities to serve. Second thing it does, it makes recruiting easier because I can recruit for a specific task. Going back to the children's ministry example, if I go up to a parent or an adult in service and just say, can you volunteer in children's ministry? Well, that may be a little intimidating for them. But if I know that this person is technologically oriented, I say, hey, I've got a spot where it's just to come in and run the computer and the soundboard. Would you be interested in coming in once a month and serving to run the computer and the soundboard for me? Or maybe I know somebody that is, uh, they've got more of a hospitality gifting and say, hey, would you be interested in coming and working our cafe in the children's ministry room once a month on Sunday morning?" And so by dividing into tasks, I can recruit somebody for a specific task. And that allows me to to know what type of person I'm recruiting. So I don't just know, oh, I need volunteers in my department. I know exactly what type of person I need, what task I'm going to give them. And it makes recruiting so much easier when I have kind of a profile of who I'm looking for. If I'm putting uh, somebody to greet people at the front door or to be a host at the coffee table, I'm going to have a different personality type than someone I'm looking to run a computer or maybe just stay back in the kitchen and make coffee. So it really does help recruiting 
to know the specific task and the specific type of person you're recruiting for. The other thing that dividing into tasks does is it allows you to recruit people at different levels. In our coffee example, we had a lot of what we would call an on-ramp or entry-level position. There's not a lot of training involved in just making the coffee kitchen. All you got to do is know how to make coffee, right? But if I want to, I'm creating a leadership position over that team to oversee those four tasks. That is a a higher level of of training or or qualifications or commitment. Uh, and, And so it allows me to look at different levels of volunteers. For instance, I'm going to have a different level going back to to kids ministry. It's going to be a different level of volunteer that I need to serve juice and cookies than someone I need to teach the lesson from the stage. And so by dividing these things up, it creates different levels easy positions to get somebody into that are very simple tasks and more complex or difficult or higher level tasks that I can use for leadership. And so we'll talk about in the upcoming podcast, we're going to talk about how this makes it easier to manage volunteers and it is a tool for discipleship. As we get into those things, we'll talk about what we call our ministry ladder and how that these tasks that you create, which you basically do is look at the ladder and determine what level of person you can use for each task. So guys, like I said, I want to keep this kind of short and small in the spirit of dribble. And so I hope this is helpful to you, especially some of my volunteers here at New Beginnings who have uh, been a little overwhelmed maybe by the wealth of information I've been pushing down. Hopefully this will help clarify some things. Guys, I look forward to the coming weeks and I'm engaging with you and I really look forward to hearing some of your ideas and experiences as well. So please do send me some feedback, guys. I look forward to that and I hope that everyone has a great weekend. We're gonna have a ball today. Tomorrow is Saturday and Sunday comes afterwards. In the back seat, I'm driving, cruising, yeah, yeah. fast lanes, switching lanes with a cop on my side. Woo! Passing by, it's a school bus in front of me. Next to-